This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Where the fun never ends. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, your radio refreshment, blowing away the myths and revealing the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show, where our unalienable rights are celebrated. And now, your radio refreshment, Ron Edwards. A good day, my friends, my fellow Americans. I am your host. I'm Ron Edwards, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. As we experience America every single day, we thank God for the blessings of this great republic, and we oppose those who would seek to destroy her and to destroy our liberties that we are so blessed with by Almighty God. And we just thank you and uh, we do appreciate you, my fellow Americans, and um, stay here with me this day. Oh, we've got a wonderful show. In fact, we are commemorating. This is a commemorative show, recognizing and remembering those who were forced to give up their lives and, in many cases, their health. As far as the first responders, when we were attacked 19 years ago today on September 11th in the beautiful city of New York City, in Pennsylvania and at the Pentagon by terrorists who saw fit to try to destroy our republic. There are those who also consider that to have been instigated or helped by uh, insiders in our government who are seeking to still to this day, they call them globalists, to overthrow our republic and destroy her from within. Well, whatever it is, it was horrible, horrific and we will not forget. We must never, ever forget. But sometimes I wonder, has America forgotten already, despite the fact that we do have the ceremonies every single year, the, the names are read, our presidents uh, respond and show up and uh, give commemorative speeches and all of that. But throughout the, the United States, amongst we the people, are we really remembering what is going on? Are the educators reminding the students at school, whether they're in university or in primary school, all the way down to primary school, are our students being talked about, uh, not being talked about, are, are they being properly instructed by the educators when it comes to 9-11 and other horrific events that have occurred against our beloved republic? The question is, in my opinion, in most cases, the majority, no. And the proof of the pudding is uh, what you see going on and what's uh, on our college camp I and elsewhere throughout our republic. There is so much disrespect. And speaking of disrespect, my gosh, I'm so happy that uh, I was not one of the morons that watched uh, the NFL game last night, the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, had I even been home, I still would not have watched it. And it was a very low ratings night, a 10-year low for the NFL. My only disappointment is that it was not an all-time low because the players have stooped to an all-time low themselves. Yes, they have. Many of them were kneeling. Many of them, in fact, the Houston Texans, as I read, walked out during the national anthem. Now, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Here's the deal. Any group of athletes, any politicians, 
any educators, any preachers, and there's a lot of liberal preachers out there too. They're going to be tumbling like uh, chopped trees pretty soon. But any of these people who do not respect our own national anthem, who give no regard to this nation, which, by the way, was founded by gentlemen who believe in the Almighty God and its purpose and his purpose for this nation. If you have no regard for this nation, I have no regard for you, and that includes the NFL. I was watching today a, um, <clears throat> a broadcast in which uh, I didn't even get the guy's name, but he was talking about how we need to reach out and understand uh, those people who were kneeling and the football players who were complaining and bitching and moaning. la di da di da I fail to understand. And in fact, I don't want to understand why people are so ungrateful. These millionaires, multimillionaires, hating this country because they're pissed off because a guy named Jeffrey was shot in the back and he cannot walk. Well, Jeffrey was a go is a no good nick. The reason why the police even showed up is because they were called. You know why? Because he was not even supposed to be there at that spot. He was at a house where he had raped the woman who lives there. In the past, he assaulted her, used to beat her up. And he was there stealing her car keys, ready to drive away. So the police show up. He fights the police. In fact, he got one of the police officers in a headlock. He runs and he's getting into the car. He did have a knife and he was yet reaching into that car, maybe for something else. They didn't find a gun, but it could have been. They didn't know. So guess what? When you assault a peace police officer, you put your neck in the, in the juggernaut. And if they decide to take you out, that's on you. That's, that's, that's not, that should not be their problem. Or had they just decided to use billy clubs and just whip his ass? So what? You know, we have to start teaching our children respect for authority. There's no regard for authority. And for 35 years, literally, for 35 years, I have watched the dregs of society push, 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 because they wanted to get society to the point where society kisses their ass and they walk around and do whatever the hell they want to do to other people. Case in point, just recently in the beautiful city of Pittsburgh, Beautiful downtown. People are <clears throat> sitting there at restaurants, minding their own business, eating food and drinking drinks that they paid for. Here come these two-legged animals acting like African monkeys, running up to these people and grabbing their drinks from them and sipping on their drinks. That's what, that's what monkeys do. Now, I've said for many years that leftists are degenerating to the point where they live around the level of animals. I've been saying this. I've seen this coming, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're running around acting like animals. The only difference between them and animals is that they know how to set fires. Other than that, they, they're just like baboons. Baboons will run into, into, into places and, and grab things and run out. Chimpanzees do the same thing. They'll beat up people just like chimpanzees for no reason, just indiscriminate violence. Ooh, 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 and they, you know, they hoop and holler. You've seen the videos. They're screaming ah, to the top of their lungs. The only difference between them and, 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 and chimpanzees, they, they can formulate, formulate a few words, mostly foul words. That's the only difference. Leftists have degenerated to the point where they're nothing more than animals. And in fact, I'm insulting animals because for the most part, animals try to avoid human beings. They don't try to get in their face and start crap for the most part. Now, snakes, you know, and insects, that's a different story. They're always trying to get in your face. But literally, folks, these people are – and I hate to even call them people. They're demonically inspired or controlled beings. 
and put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, we've got a special guest coming up uh, in just a few minutes, of course, um, and we we're believing that we are going to uh, be uh, joining joining with him in just uh, a few minutes. But as we continue today, folks, while we commemorate the 9/11 events, are we as a nation going to truly learn from history so that we do not repeat the mistakes that create these scenarios? It used to be that if America got pissed off, the world trembled because they didn't know which way we were going to go, what we were going to do, who we were going to do it to. We need to get back to that, and we have to back it up. When we leave, when we start trailing out of Afghanistan, we need to leave a mark so that um, when the terrorists try to move back in and do their thing, that they remain in Afghanistan doing their thing to each other that they will fear trying to export their terrorism into America. We have to put the fear of God into our enemies. So it's time. It is time. Because if we don't fully remember 9-11, and I don't mean in a way where we're sitting around thinking about it and we're living in fear. No. That should embolden us to support a president like Donald John Trump, who is literally working to build our military, build a, a, a pride in our nation. And that's something else that needs, needs to be taught, pride in our nation. And I don't mean a godless pride where you think you're all that at, at the expense of everyone else. But I mean pride, meaning that you appreciate your nation. See, if you don't appreciate your own nation, your enemies will sit back and watch you destroy yourself and then come come in and pick you clean. We have not been appreciating ourselves, and guess what? The Chinese have been picking us clean to the tune of billions, possibly trillions of dollars over the years. And if we do not do what we know is necessary, we will have another attack in this country that will make 9-11 in New York City, Pennsylvania, and at the Pentagon look like it was a Boy Scout jamboree. And I'm talking about a Boy Scout jamboree before the Boy Scouts became tainted themselves. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of work we need to do, and we can do it together as Americans. We're going to get into some more uh, details um, coming up uh, on the broadcast. You stick around. I will. I'll be right back. You are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Don't you touch that dial. You better not. You better come back. Mm-hmm. Or that the projections would be blood next Thursday. I can't do Thursday, but I can do Friday. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Natural disasters are a fact of life in the U.S. And between activities and school, chances are you won't be with your kids when they happen. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids can help your children feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. WCET released the app. So now you can take WCET radio everywhere you go. Just go to the Google Play Store and search WCET-FM. That's WCET space FM and install it. Then it's ready to go. Oh, and did I mention it's free? Well, it is. WCET, we got the up. Blowing away the myths and revealing the truth. It's the Ron Edwards American Experience. Yes, indeed, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hello, hello, I'm Ron Edwards, your joyful host, and thank you so much for joining us on this edition of the Ron Edwards American Experience. Well, the horror that we call 9-11 that blasted New York City, that blasted the Pentagon as well as in Pennsylvania, it is something that we should never, ever forget. And we must never forget, but we should use it as a catalyst to rebuild our nation, to strengthen our nation, to love our nation, to pray for our nation and for each other. 
and to strengthen it to a point where no other entity on earth would dare even think about. You know, if another nation ever dreamt about attacking America, they should wake up and apologize. Seriously. America has done so much good in the world, it is beyond belief. We are the first and the only world-affecting nation on level, on par with uh, the great Roman Empire and the British Empire, the Byzantine, all the way back to that. We're the first one in the world that did much more good than bad. We have given so much. You can go all the way back to the Marshall Plan, which rebuilt Europe. And many other things that we've done throughout our history. Give, 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 give until we've given out. Now it is time for us as a nation to give to ourselves and to rebuild ourselves. Because if you don't rebuild yourself, you don't take care of home. Home will collapse and you won't have any place decent to live. And this is what we should be calling a rebuilding time. Our president who is trying to rebuild this great republic should be supported. We're going to find out if our guest believes that. His name is Gary Benford. Gary, Gary Benford is a nice chap. He lives in uh, my favorite city, although the blah blah is trying to kill my favorite city. It's called New York. New York, New York. A, a city so nice they named it twice. With great people like Gary Benford, who's living there right now, and uh, he is joining us right now on the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hello, Gary, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. Hello, Ron. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Loud and clear. Uh, thank you for letting me on the show, Ron. And I just want to say I do not live in New York City. I live a little bit out from New York City. I live on Long Island. I can get to Manhattan in 45 minutes. But thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, that is part of the metropolitan area. Am I correct? Absolutely. And this okay. is a day I'll always remember <laughs> because uh, I was divorced in 2001, but still very, very close to uh, my former wife. In fact, we at that time, still were going out together and going to church together and going to dinner together. And people were saying, you guys, are why did you get divorced? But she worked uh, in the second building that uh, got hit. She worked for American mm -hmm. Express. And she changed her schedule that day. That's the only reason that she was not in at her desk when the second plane hit. Wow. That's, that's, I, I, that's almost like a miracle. I mean, it was God, a miracle, God, and to just just to just explain a little bit from somebody that saw no. it from an eye, from a from a firsthand view, mm -hmm. she would normally go right to her office, and then whatever she was going to do on this particular day, she went to the bodega across the street from the World Trade Center to get a coffee. By the time she came out, barriers were up because the first plane had hit. She saw. But then the second plane hit her building. She saw bodies flying out of, out of the upper floors, landing on cars. Cars were exploding. They rounded everybody up, took them wow. underground to one World Trade Center, and locked them in a vault. And from inside this vault, for hours, she just heard explosions and actually thought we were in a world war, that somebody had attacked us. When they finally took them out of the vault, they walked them across the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, yeah. from Manhattan, they crossed the Brooklyn Bridge into Brooklyn. She said when she turned around first and saw, to look at what was going on, through all the smoke and everything, she saw the two buildings on fire. When they got across to the Brooklyn Bridge, the other side, which took them between 45 minutes to an hour and a half, she turned around, and to her horror, both buildings were completely gone, completely had collapsed. Wow, that is that's that's mind-boggling. Um, we had a friend that um, was in New York City that day, and I guess her plane took off. Maybe it was just minutes, literally minutes before it occurred, and she said she remembered flying over New York, and it was just the most beautiful, clear day. Um, and she said before long, they got a report on, on the, the plane she was on that it, they had been hit. And, um, in fact, she had an apartment in that, in that neck of the woods, uh, near the, near there. And so, uh, it was just horrible. Um, like I said, that is my favorite city. I used to live there. I used to work right there at Water Street. 
It was uh, the Manufacturers Hanover Trust uh, Bank at that time. And so I know that area. And to see in, 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 to, in fact, I was watching, I was home that day and I was watching ABC News. Um, and as they were talking, we were seeing these planes going into these buildings. Um, uh, it's, it's something I'll never forget until uh, I check out. Um, but Gary, um, before you got on the line, I was talking about how we in America cannot forget this. And I don't mean that we remain bitter and crazy, but we should use this as a catalyst to continue to strengthen our nation and not just militarily, but but from within, teaching our children the right way to appreciate our nation so that they don't have politicians. They don't vote for politicians that are working for our demise, that are having ties with our enemies so that they have such inroads and feel comfortable enough to attack our nation in such a degree. What say you? What I say, Ron, is I agree with you, and part of the problem is that a lot of people are writing right now, never forget. Too many mm-hmm. people have forgotten, because what ends up happening is time heals all wounds, and because we haven't been hit again, because President Trump has kept us safe. You notice, eight years under Barack Obama, you're hearing a lot about ISIS this, ISIS that. Since President Trump got in there, you haven't heard anything about ISIS. Why? Because he eliminated the threat. The problem we have, this country has been under the siege of the, whatever you want to call it, socialist, communist, Marxist, uh, attempted coup from inside our country for 75 or more years now. They've, they've been working through cultural Marxism, going through liberalism, the disingenuous mainstream media, and political correctness to change us through our culture. But they've also infiltrated through radical Islam, and they've infiltrated through other areas, to, to get into and inside our forms of government, inside, inside our courts, inside our evangelical churches with social justice, inside Hollywood, inside academia completely, to make America look like it's a racist, bigoted country that was founded on, uh, 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 illegitimately founded because the founding fathers had slaves, some of them, never mind that the people that complain about that now, some of their relatives, if they were here, had slaves. So they're saying that the Constitution is illegitimate, let's get rid of it. That's what the in- is going on with the NBA and the NFL. That's what's going on all around, no matter what happens. If somebody gets shot, it starts out by police brutality, the Marxists come in, and, and eventually it gets back to, We've got to get rid of this Constitution, and we've got to overturn this country. If the country is so bad, then why are the left, why are the Democrats wanting 20, 30, 40 million people, immigrants, coming across the border illegally? Why would they want them coming to America if we're such a bad, racist country? It's all Here's about the vote. Hey, Gary? So- Yes. There's a lo- there's a logical answer to that question. The reason why they want the 30 million and more to continue to pour into our country, not because they believe it's a racist uh, nation or anything like that, because they really don't. Right. It's just for the incurably ignorant masses to buy into to such be- bull capital as with a hit. But the reason is, is because the majority white population still is against vaccines and against many of the things that they want to bring upon uh, this republic to destroy her. So if you flood the country with people every year, every year, new waves of people who don't have a chance to assimilate before you bring in more people, what happens? These come in, these people come in with their mentality, their way of thinking. They're more amenable to socialism because that's where they come from. They come from a hole or, or, or a socialist place, which in my opinion is a crap hole. Um, and so they want to reestablish those kinds of things here in America to help overthrow her and destroy her. And they've gotten the permission from people like the Democrats and the rhinos, the Christian ministers who are themselves now socialists, pretending to be men and women of God. Uh, boy, I wish I could give some of the names of these pastors, but they'll, they'll be exposed in their time and, and toppled like uh, little trees. But, sir, um, the thing is that antidote to that, of course, is taking advantage of what the left is doing as far as schools. They don't want children in schools. The wise parents are teaching children values 
principles, making sure they, they get proper education concerning our history, math, science, and these things of that, this nature, of, of that nature rather, that are in opposition to the bilge that they have been receiving for years in these government schools. For example, I'm sure you're aware of this in Tennessee, parents – are so retarded there in, 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 in certain cities that they have signed agreements with government school teachers, or I'm sorry, educators, that they will not check and see what they're instructing their students, their children with via the internet. Now what now stupid is what stupid does, I understand that, but how you how do you get that stupid? I mean, how, how does that happen, Gary? Ron, it's happened, again, over the course of time. These communists, and that's what they are, they're communists. They come out of the Antonio Gramsci School of Communism, uh, you know, the, the 1930s communists that had the, the idea of changing our culture. What they've done, they've come in and they've taken over the schools. They've taken over the schools, and the schools are indoctrinated. They're Marxist. They're teaching an anti-American, anti-God, anti-Christian all-inclusive, multicultural type of society, which leaves Jesus Christ out of it, number one, and it takes away our freedom and liberty because that Constitution is the only thing that is keeping us a free nation. That's why the left is so intent upon getting it out. People, you spend $40,000 or less to send your kids to a college to come out Marxist. As you said, Ron, the parents who understand, they're making sure... Their students are getting the right thing. But here's the whole problem we have. When your high schools, when your elementary schools and your colleges are indoctrinating them in a Marxist agenda to eventually turn us into a socialist nation to take us communist because, you, you know, socialism is the bridge to communism in a country that's free, the kids get confused. I, I, I used to teach Sunday school at a church. My kids were age 7 to 12. And they come in and say, Mr. Benford, well, you're telling us about God, that God exists, but my parents are sending us to school, and they're saying there is no God. You're talking about America and that this is a free nation and all freedom comes through God, through Jesus Christ, and they're saying there is no Jesus Christ. Well, what am I supposed to do? i got to get a grade in school. I had college students saying, Gary, what, what do I write? What do I write? I, I, they're teaching me garbage, but I, I need the grade. And the problem is... This has been going on for far too many years. It's not going to change until we take hold of this country, get behind our president, who is taking on political correctness, the disingenuous mainstream media, and liberalism. Until those are leveled, we can never have a country that's free anymore. Because if you look at CNN and MSNBC, they're telling people lies. Trump is right about all the fake news. Too many people are hearing it. Too many people want to buy in. We have to flip this script. Yes, indeed. Amen and hallelujah to that. And we've got to push push like madmen to get the, the script flipped. And we have to make sure that we push back against all these things that you just uh, eloquently stated, sir. And, um, you know, it's about a fight. You know, some people uh, have told me, you know, among the Christian ranks, Ron, Ron. Why do you fuss? Why, why is it that you're so concerned about this country? Don't you know that Jesus is coming back soon? And of course, I look at them like they've um, grown a third ear or something out of their forehead, because uh, you know if they want to throw that in the conversation in that direction, he said God said to occupy till I return, which means we are supposed to be setting the tone, not the leftist, not the uh, globalist pigs, not the Democrats, not the rhinos. It is we who are setting the tone for in order for God to come back and see a body without spot or wrinkle. But if we're sitting around like toadstools with our, on, on our Samsonites, you know, luggage waiting to fly away, according to the flyaway doctrine, he'll never come back. Because what's, what's it going to come back to a hot mess for? Anyway, we'll, we're, we're going to be talking about that and much more. You're listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience and our special guest, Gary Benford, talk show host. And you're going to be hearing where you can listen to him. And uh, he's got a great show, folks. He'll tell you all about it. I'm Ron Edwards. We shall return. 
For those who believe that we in America need to focus more on combating racism, well, here is your grand opportunity. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. According to National Museum of African American History and Culture, signs of whiteness include being a Christian and maintaining Judeo-Christian values, having a nuclear family with a strong father figure, being capable of rational linear thought, striving for long-term goals instead of instant gratification, working hard, getting your work done before play, self-reliance, and rugged individualism, believing hard work is key to success, a desire or ability to plan for your future, desire to protect your property, being able to figure out cause and effect, the ability to make decisions, being able to work on a time schedule. Not only is that racist to believe that such positive attributes are only applicable to white people, but immeasurably stupid that a museum that celebrates great black American achievers who exhibit all of those positive traits would promote such racist rubbish. We are all created equal by God, meaning we are all fully capable of success or failure. The choice is up to us. I'm Ron Edwards. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Late-nighters, make sure you like and follow WCET Radio and all our shows on social media. Just click the channel you want at the top and bottom of our homepage. Then be sure to share with a friend and ask that friend to do the same. And you become the resistance. Blowing away the myths and revealing the truth on the Ron Edwards American Experience. As we continue to walk towards the light of truth, blowing away the myths and revealing the truth, you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. I am your happy host, Ron Edwards, and my special guest today is Mr. Gary Benford, talk show host extraordinaire. And before we get into our topics again, Gary, I want you to share with uh, my great audience uh, where they can find your show and what time and all of that. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for the, 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 the kind words. My show is called United Patriots Uprising with Gary Benford. It's on the Patriot Nation Radio Network, which is Blog Talk Radio. It airs every other Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you were to uh, go on the Internet to United Patriots Uprising, just uh, Google that, you'll find it. There's a page on Facebook. All the links to previous shows are there, and the link to the upcoming show will be there. And what we do... The show is very simple. It's a guest-driven, and when I say guest-driven, people like you, Ron, people that, have, that people would recognize, guest-driven Internet broadcast, the goal is to enlighten. We look to edify and equip so each and every one of us will be able to engage, expose, and defeat the radical left Marxist agenda in the arena of ideas. The type of people who have come on, I've only had six broadcasts, but we've had like Curtis Bowers, Morgan Brittany, uh, Ron Edwards, Donna Fiducia and Don Newen, Burgess Owens, Nick Searcy, Dr. Carol Swain, Trevor Loudon was on last week. We, we, we deal with big-time topics. Last week, it was communism, the, the difference between communism and capitalism. We must choose wisely. The next show, which is September 21st, I'm bringing on the founders and high-ranking officials from all of the walk-away uh, organizations, from from uh, the, the, the Blexit organization, Pierre Wilson, from the Jexit, uh, people coming from the Jexit, the, the leaders from Lexit, Walk Away, Turning Point. We're going to have the leaders on and do a two-hour blowout show. That's what I do. I also have a page that I'd like you to check out, Nation Savers 2020. It's on Facebook. If you like what you see, click like and follow to get the daily post because what we're talking about now, this is all I do. Outside of my ministry uh, for Jesus Christ, this is all I do. And what I do is just exactly what you're talking about, Ron, trying to wake up and help enlighten people how to defend conservatism, how to defend freedom, and how to defend our liberty. Because each time something happens in this country, the left is always looking to take it away. After that World Trade Center bombing, we lost freedom. We lost freedom yeah. because all of a sudden cameras are coming in, and all of a sudden we'll give a little bit of our freedom away every time we become afraid. Watch what happens now. 
Look at what's happening all around the country with Portland, with Chicago, with Seattle, with Wisconsin. What are people willing to do now? Give up their police force. Defund the police because we're afraid. This is lunacy. It's straight out of the Marxist playbook. We've got to wake up people. Thank type of things you do that I do. This is what we need. When you've been on my show a couple of times, I thank you for coming on. You made it very, very clear. You, I, the people who have a microphone, who have a pen, we have to be the voice of reason to get the word out to the people because they're not going to get this from the mainstream media. No, they're not. You know, Gary, um, speaking of uh, the media, media production company Netflix has rightfully come under fire this week after releasing a film uh, that many claim is sexualizing young girls. Uh, it's French flick cuties uh, follows the life of an 11-year-old girl who goes against her parents' wishes to join a free-spirited dance group with other girls. Now, during the film, which is rated uh, TVMA, the young girls can be seen dancing in a very provocative manner. And, uh, you know, it teaches two things, to go against your family or your parents' wishes uh, at a young age and through sexualizing young girls with their provocative dancing and things of that nature. So, you, you, you know, as they continue to, like a wet rag, try to just wring morality out of society, it makes it susceptible to all the things that you had just mentioned, uh, which are the byproducts of immorality, which brings in, it opens the door to dictatorships. Because one of the founding fathers' uh, very important messages was that you, in order to remain a land of liberty, you had to remain highly moral, meaning that you are self-controlled. And you get your self-control, hopefully, via your faith in Jesus Christ. And you are self-controlled, and you don't need to be bossed around by big nanny go government from cradle to grave. You have common sense. You have judgment, as my grandmother and my dad used to tell me. You know what to do. You know what right from wrong, and you would choose what is right. And as you so stated, the things about communism and all these evil things, they could not take root if we were a moral nation, because we would, out of a strong moral compass, we would automatically re uh, reject all this madness. It would. We would. There would not have been abortion. There would not have been all the kind of TV programming. Remember, look at Superman. It used to be about um, truth, justice, and the American way. Well, America was the most powerful entity after God on the face of the earth, and that's how she was viewed by both friend and foe. Well, the enemies from within said what? Screw America. We're going to have a dark version of Superman now who says – who has no respect or regard for America. Well, if our population overall still respected and loved our republic and Hollywood knew that, they wouldn't get away with doing that and influencing our generations further and further away from respecting our nation. What say you? Ron, you're, you're, you're so right about all of this, and let's kick this back to where it started. We're going to go back to the, 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 the father of communism, Karl Marx, in the 1800s. Here was the thing he understood. Either people are going to, um, they're going to follow a benevolent God for their sustenance here and then in heaven, or they're going to look to government, but not both. He also understood that after you get rid of the church of Jesus Christ, because you've got to get people turned away from God, the second thing is you better get the guns. Because when the people find out they've been snookered, when they find out that your wealth redistribution isn't going to work, they're going to want their country back. And as you see in Cuba and Venezuela and North Korea, once you give up your guns, you can't get your country back. So let's look at how this translates here. You brought up a very good point about morality. God is a God of morality. He's a God of love. He's a God of justice. But he's a God of morality. He, only, he, he, he judges by morality. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed for sexual sin. His people, the Hebrews, the Israelites, went into captivity in Babylon because the women were popping their babies out and throwing them directly into the fire to the pagan god Moloch. Okay? In the garden, mm -hmm. there were two covenants. The covenant after uh, Cain killed Abel, that you can't take a life, 
and when God married Adam and Eve, that the two of you, male, female, marry and become one flesh. Those are the things that matter. Now, look at what's happened here in the United States. Abortion and same-sex marriage issues. That's, that's why the left went for those two. Because if you break down the morality of a nation and turn them away from God and look to take away their guns, with that idiot gun czar that Biden wants to put in, Beto O'Rourke, <laughs> right? You know, in a skateboard. This, this is just pure Marxism. I just want to say one thing from, okay. uh, from, uh, from the book. 1958, people, the naked communist, W. Cleon Skousen, 1958, infiltrated the Communist Party. He had been former FBI agent. One goal, get control of the schools, use them as trans- transmission belts, for socialism, right? Another, infiltrate the press, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. Another, infiltrate the churches, replace, reveal religion with social religion, discredit the Bible. Another, eliminate prayer in school, discredit the family as an institution, right? Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography in books, magazines, motion pictures, and TV. They've done all this. Exactly what you said is going on with Netflix right now. It's just proof of it. This has been going on for a long period of time. And this is what we have to fight, people. We have to understand we're in a battle here for the soul of the nation. Here's how this works. Whatever happens on the, whatever controversy, doesn't matter, it could be Ferguson, Somebody gets shot, it could be Occupy Wall Street, it could be Berkeley, it could be Wisconsin. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be Colin Kaepernick. The left, it's never, people, about the issue. It's always about the revolution. Soros and his money and the Marxists come in and they take over. Look at what the Black Lives Matter is taking over the NBA, taking over the NFL. They're a communist Marxist organization. Go on their website and look at what they stand for. This yeah. isn't about race relations, and this isn't about police brutality. Every now and then, what, 11 black men in the last, what, 15, 12 years were shot, you know, were killed by a white police officer this way? Well, if, if, if black lives matter, why aren't they standing out trying to stop the gun violence in Chicago? And if black lives matter, why aren't they in front of the abortion clinic? You know, Ron, the Democrats know this. If they'd stop killing their black babies, they'd never lose an election. If they stop killing their babies completely, they'd never lose an election. Well, Gary, you know, you know, and I know that uh, it's not about that at all. And in fact, they are about death. Uh, The leftists promote death in in everything. And in fact, I have a column that's uh, that's coming out uh, this weekend uh, that's related to this. I compare the leftists to parasites. I did a commentary a few years ago that, about that and got a lot of uh, hits on that, but uh, uh, I compare them to parasites. The left rarely creates anything good. Uh, they infiltrated all of our original Ivy League schools. They've infiltrated the church. They, they build nothing. They hoop and holler and want to be included. Every, we've all got to be inclusive. The idiots let them in, and, and like parasites, they infiltrate and make it, make it sick, and then they take over and ruin everything and everyone that's involved. It's, it's a, it's, it's, can, it's, I, can it's, I say it's, one thing that will blow your audience's mind? Can I blow their mind? You've already since done you that, sir. Since you mentioned <laughs> Ivy League schools, here's what the motto of Ivy League schools were formed under. Brown, when they started, their motto was, in God we trust. Columbia, oh, yeah. in the light shall we see the light. Dartmouth, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Harvard, Veritas, which is the word for truth. Penn, laws without morals are useless. Princeton, under God, power she flourishes. And Yale, light and truth. Now, since Herbert Marcuse came here and, and, and blew up the, all the Ivy Leagues in the 50s and stuff, now... All they are is transmission belts for socialism. It's a shame. It is a shame. But you know what else is a shame? That we've come at the end of the time. And uh, we're at the end of the second um, segment here. And we're just so sorry that we're out of time. But, Gary, we want you to make one quick promise. Only takes one word. Promise that you'll return. Yes or no? Yes. As Michael Jackson (laughs) said, whenever you call me, I'll be there. Okay. Thank you so much, and uh, Godspeed, and uh, we love your wisdom, sir, and uh, we will have you back. 
Same to you, Ron, and thanks for having me on. Excellent. Thank you. Well, there he goes, a great American, uh, Gary Benford, talk show host. Uh, you've, he's given you the information where you can find his great show every other Monday, and he does a great job, and uh, we're going to continue to do an excellent job ourselves. You are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Hello, America. This is Tim Tapp with the Tap into the Truth Voter Apathy Project. Are you someone that believes that COVID-19 is legitimate grounds for an all-mail-in ballot in the upcoming 2020 presidential election? Are you someone that believes that voter ID laws are nothing more than an attempt to disenfranchise minority voters? Do you believe that the Electoral College delegates should be forced to vote in the same fashion as the results of the national general election, regardless of the outcome of the vote in the home states in which these people are sent to represent? Then congratulations. You've got what it takes to be part of the Voter Apathy Project. You've already demonstrated that you are so apathetic to what's necessary to ensure the integrity of the election that you clearly don't care how people vote anyway. And you've demonstrated that you don't understand the nature of the Constitution and why the Electoral College was created in the first place. Spoiler alert, it was to help protect minority voices. It was designed to make sure that three or four cities in just five states didn't determine every election. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you said yes to any of those questions, maybe you should just put on a face mask and sign up for an online Constitution class. I would recommend Hillsdale Constitution 101. This is Tim Tapp reminding you that if you don't care enough to tap into the truth, maybe you should just stay home on Election Day. Hey, it's the Captain, Matt Bruce, and you're listening to Ron Edward. Yeah, you are. You're listening to me, your happy host, Ron Edwards, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. You know, after a powerful Minnesota police group is pulling its endorsements of several Democrat state legislators after the Democrat farmer labor candidate shouted, Blue Lives Ain't S-H-I-T, outside of the Minneapolis Police Federation according to uh, uh, President uh, Bob Kroll's home in Minnesota. The candidate was also filmed beating an effigy of uh, Mr. Kroll, the Federation President Kroll, at his, and his wife in their own driveway. The Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association board voted this week to back Republican challengers instead of Democrat incumbents. And, you know, that's the good thing. The Democrats are so emboldened that they just have come out just showing who they really are. And there's just enough decent people in this country, just enough to cause a backlash that will be very effective come Election Day. Well, I've got to uh, really give a big salute to our president. President Donald Trump presented the Congressional Medal of Honor uh, to U.S. Army Sergeant Major Thomas Patrick Payne for his heroics in a 2015 daring raid that rescued 75 ISIS hostages from a prison in northern Iraq, with Trump praising him as one of the bravest men anywhere in the world. Trump hailed Payne's heroic, selfless action that led to 20 ISIS terrorists killed and saving the lives of the 75 captives. Said the president, today he joins the immortal company of our most revered American heroes. The president also said in the White House that, Pat, you personify the motto, Rangers lead the way, unquote. I think that, in fact, Payne is the first living member of the Delta Force to receive the Medal of Honor, the highest decoration a member of the military can be given. I mean, that's something else. 
That's kicking butt right there. Rescuing 75 people and causing the bumping off of 20 ISIS terrorists. What a guy. We salute him, don't we? Big time. Well, I'm going to just throw out a prediction. I am going to predict that um, the uh, U.S. economy is going to continue to grow at a magnificent um, a magnificent rate, despite the horrors of California. You know, you, I'm looking at a picture here of the fires in California, and at one on half of me is heartbroken because California. If you've ever been to any part of California, it is one of the most beautiful places on the entire planet. It rates in beauty with anything you'll find in Europe or Southeast Asia or anywhere. It is. It's tremendously beautiful. And by itself, at one time, California was one of the five wealth – it was equal to being one of the five wealthiest countries in the world by itself. That's how much wealth that our nation was blessed with, that one of our states could be one of the five wealthiest countries by itself. But because of the infiltration of the leftist parasites that have come in, infiltrated, taken control, and ruined everything – and now it's nothing more than burnt toast from stem to stern in that great state. Well, we pray for the revitalization. We pray that uh, we Americans start repenting for, for, for allowing all this madness to infiltrate this republic. You know, everything that happens has a cause. It just doesn't pop up out of nowhere. Well, much has been written in recent years to try to dismiss the fact that America was founded upon the biblical principles of Judeo-Christianity. But all the revisionists in the world cannot change the facts. Anyone who examines the original writings, personal correspondence, biographies, and public statements of the individuals who were instrumental in the founding of America will find an abundance of quotations showing the profound extent to which their thinking and their lives were influenced by a Christian worldview. And we in America must reestablish a Christian worldview. If we do not, our intellectual prowess will continue to dwindle. Our military prowess will not be reestablished as number one, and so on and so on. Well, that's about it for me, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. As always, for me, it's a blessing to have the opportunity to, to talk with you, my fellow Americans. And uh, it's an honor for me. I thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with me on this edition Catch me next time as we return. I'm Ron Edwards, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Bye now. Bye now.